I always feel like when I listen to podcasts that I, I kind of know people. Like I've got no idea. They don't know me yeah. from Adam, but like yeah. I kind of know them. Yeah, you know before. Yeah, um, before I've ever met them, and yeah. I think that's a nice thing that students are walking on day one. They've listened to us for a year. They know who we are. So yeah, absolutely. And I think also you kind of it's, it's great to add. Obviously, your social is really really good. The content's great on there, and you do you get a sense of that over the social media anyway with what you do on Instagram yeah, that's nice. um, and the Facebook side of things. The videos are all really good, so you kind of feel like you you just get that added extra layer. And there's, there's more that you can kind of do with this over the time that you've got as well. So you can get a little bit deeper yeah. as well, which is exciting. Because as trainers, we want to give out as much content as we can. Yeah. I think that's that's why we do what we do. So it's nice to have a platform to come and do that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, open door policy, mate. You know that. Yeah. So you're welcome to come in any time. You've got a topic to discuss, you want to talk about it, then just let me know. We'll fire the microphones up and yes. get some recorded. But I think you're absolutely right. We, As trainers, we, we're in it for that reason, right? We're in it because we want to spread that kind of passion of, of exercise and wellness and get people to understand who we are and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's really important that that we've got something to to, to, to use, to utilize, to get that out. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think there's so much content out there as well. Uh, I think it's so much better come from someone either that you know or that's well recognized, someone that you could possibly potentially then invest in in terms of courses or, or just checking out the social and, and checking in with what you're doing. It's so nice that someone that's available and open to advice as well is is this comforting yeah 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 well that's i think that's that's really that was kind of the background of of how we started t2 it was it was more a case of i've worked for other companies in education and i've worked at loads of gyms and whatever so i've obviously picked up a lot of ideas and tips and tricks and whatever but i never felt like we were able to give enough post course so yeah. once you left you did your six-week course or two-week course or whatever it was you did, and that was it. You yeah. were gone. So if you came back for advice, it was almost like, oh, I haven't got the time because yeah. I've got these new people in, and it's one. a real struggle. So I always wanted to make sure that T2 had that yeah. so you can always come back and ask questions. Or whatever. I think, you know, even from my background and how I got into T2 and, and becoming off the, of a referral, you know, my brother did a course with yourselves, obviously, yep. and then coming off the back Big of that. shout-out, Elliot. Yeah, Elliot brought me in. And um, you go from there and the next person gets the referral and, and big, it grows like that because of what you do and how you help people, not just with the qualification and getting them through that piece of paper, but then how do they get a career? Yeah. 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 And it's, it can be a minefield. Yeah. You're not definitely. quite sure, you know, what, what, what's the best place to go for me? Like a gym is a gym is a gym, but it's not, it's, there's, they yeah. all do things differently. They all have different payment structures. They all have different obligations from you as a trainer. So it's, it's not, it's not easy to navigate that. It's not like it when I was first starting, it wasn't like that. You you didn't even really have to have a full slate of qualifications to walk in the door. So yeah. it's like, as long as you're interested and you're starting to work towards qualifications, you're okay. Yeah. And you know, it, it's not like that anymore. Not no. at all. So you said about background, what like tell the guys, what is your background? What like, where'd you come from with it? Yeah. So like I said, I was, I was, um, I was in the motor trade for nine years. I was a, a car body repairer. I was on, on the spanners. It was, Okay, in the summer, but in the winter, it was freezing cold. I I, yeah, I enjoyed what I did. Don't get me wrong, I did enjoy it. But at the same time, I was I was training on the little bit on the side, not massively. I was I was doing a little bit. Um, my brother became a trainer, mm -hmm. um, like we said, and we kind of started training with him, and I started to enjoy it. And I saw what he was doing and how he was enjoying his time, and he had a lot more time. He was time rich. He, he 
he did his clients and he had a lot of the day free to do then what he wanted to do and I kind of it was almost a little bit of envy I guess yeah. you kind of you leave and you go to work at 7 30 8 o'clock in the morning you get back at like nine nine o'clock at night yeah. and you've been working all day for someone else yeah and and it's it's hard work and also when you're not overly passionate about that it can be monotonous you know day in day out and then you kind of get to the point where if you're passionate and you're driven you'll find that ceiling and obviously that was where the the passion of fitness came for me and obviously meeting yourself and and going from there and thinking about possibly pursuing a a career in fitness but had no idea how to Mm -hmm. And at the time, obviously, I had bills to pay. Mm-hmm. There was no no two ways about it. I had to have that steady job. I had to pay bills. And you kind of go, nah, I don't think I could go from having a steady job to then going in and doing, finding clients for starters. I didn't know how to do that. Yeah. On the personal training side of things, I didn't have a clue. And then how would that even, you know, how could 20, 25 hours of work pay the bills? And, and you don't you have no idea if you're not in it but obviously doing the course with you and having the support I've had it took me obviously five years no four years mm. sorry to go from being a qualified personal trainer to being a full-time personal trainer yeah um but with the support obviously from yourself over that time gaining experience alongside my full-time job give me that ability to then go into full-time personal training yeah and be okay and feel like I was, I feel like I knew what I was doing, yeah. and I feel like I made obviously the right decision yeah. with where I'm at now. So it's yeah, like it's, I think it's like um, it's almost it, it's it's maturity. Like you were ready as a like physically ready as a trainer. Yeah. You had the qualification, you had the skills, but there's all the other skills around the skills. Massively, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it takes time to get those, yeah. and you almost need to. Everyone gets ready at a different rate. We we have people that come on courses that are in, out, and off they go, and they're, they're doing the courses, and they've done the course, and then they head off into a job, and they're killing it. Yeah. That's great. And there's other people that come in and kind of go, right, okay, I'm going to test the waters a little bit. Yeah. I've got this situation back at home. I've got, you know, like yourself, young 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 boy, and I'm not sure about, you know, if I want to jump in yet. But it's, you, you did it the right way, I think, because you kind of went, you could have done it, no problem, but the situation elsewhere wasn't right at the yeah. time to do it. Yeah. So now you've stepped into it and you've had you're almost a trainer of five years rolled into one year yeah that's so how it feels yeah, yeah. So you've had all that experience it's almost like well where were you before and it's yeah. unheard of that you're doing what you're doing at, yeah. at, at your club yeah without it being a five six seven year trainer like it's yeah so what top 10 in the country in yeah. in sales yeah. for pt sessions top in the southwest yeah just smashing it all yeah. the targets gone out the window and that's awesome like i yeah. as a as a, well, as a friend, yeah. as a tutor, I couldn't be more proud of that. Like, that's yeah. awesome. And it is. It's like massively down to me being in that space physically and mentally ready yeah. to, to do that. And I think it was at that point where I was excited to be in the industry. And yeah. I think sometimes that's lacking. Yeah. That can, be, that can be kind of, you know, oh, this is my job. I come in, I get paid. But for me, A, I had to make it work. Yeah. So my drive was... was pure it was it was this has got to work for me I, I want this to work but also I, and I said the whole way through if I'm not delivering you know the amount of sessions that I need to deliver I'm not going to stay in the industry very long yeah and for me I want to be in this industry I enjoy what I do yes there's early starts yes there's late finishes but at the end of the day you get up and you go and change someone else's day and that's really valuable yeah. and then 
week after week, you know, you see that progress, it does make a difference. And it makes it easy to get up in the morning. Yeah. You know, I never struggle. No. It's, it's interesting. I think the first time you realize my end user is my, that is my customer. And that's the person I'm having an impact on. Whereas you get a lot of industries where you don't have an, any impact on the end user. You're, no. you know, whatever, that, whatever the industry is, you don't necessarily see the end user experience in your product. Yeah. And in our industry, we get to be, to be hands-on with that person day yeah, to day, which is nice. great. Yeah. So it does make a big difference. So what about like success stories from your clients so far? Like success stories. Yeah. So one of my first clients that I took on actually, um, actually completely wasn't, I, you know, you go in with an idea of who you're going to train, yeah. you know. Pro athletes every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's, it's funny how you stumble across different clients and different people. You know, my first clients that I signed up here, they're a couple. And, um, you know, 65 plus. Yeah. Um, but absolute machines, you know. They, they go off on trek for months on end. You know, that I'm just getting him ready. Actually, he's off uh, for a month trekking across Machu Picchu and, just just crazy levels of fitness and you kind of that's inspiring for me if i'm doing that at like 70 years old i've done something right but to be able to be a part of that and and they've gone off they've they've gone one of the toughest treks that you can do Mm. for a month and he's come back and they've showed me a book of what they've done and everything and you kind of go that's that's not what i go into this industry for I never expected to be training someone to go and do that, especially at their age. Yeah. But they come come back. We had no niggles. We had no injuries. We were strong. We were one of the fittest in the group. And yet they're 30, 40 years older than everyone else. That's crazy. So that's completely satisfying. Yeah. And then on the other spectrum, you go, um, a lady, you know, was kind of approaching 40 and had a real reality check um, with her health, decided that she needed to do something about it trains just twice a week but gets the nutrition right and we've kind we've lost over two stone yeah. consistently but it's been one of those where it's not just dropped off yeah and now all of a sudden we're kind of at a point where it's not going anywhere it's just been a consistent lifestyle change which has led to her feeling fitter she's strong yeah but she's losing the weight consistently and that's that was always my kind of thought as going in it's like i'm probably predominantly gonna be weight loss and that's where my probably expertise lie now just because of the kind of that's the demographic that i work with um and then you know going into recently picking up my first athletes um to the team gb figure skaters which is amazing and again it's another level it's a a different completely different dynamic as you know obviously with working with athletes and that's obviously something i've lent on you on because of what you do with the elite guys as well yeah i think the big difference I don't think even it's like you assume it's going to be motivation or expertise. I don't even know if it's that. Like there's obviously the level of ability for them to do things that like it's the first time I remember training. Um, it was when I tra- was training Nathan yeah. early on and I had to demonstrate something to him. And I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't okay. demonstrate what he had to do. So I had yeah. to drop the level. It was a box jump or something. I had to put it much lower for myself. Yeah. That was the first time that had ever happened. I was very disappointed in myself. But yeah, he's a pro athlete. Yeah, so you have to kind of take a step off. back. Yeah. yeah. But it, I think it's not even just the level of ability. It's there because you've got high levels of motivation or whatever. It's the margin for error that you don't have. Yes. So within reason, I think with with if you've got a weight loss client, a lot of strategies will work. 
Yes. So whether you could take, you just said you could take a more nutritional aspect, yeah. train twice a week and get your nutrition right, you're going to lose weight. Yeah. Depending on what you've got to lose. Yeah. Um, you can also go, right, well, we've got this, you know, these, these, this couple. If, if it's something to do with weight loss, I think you've got more more avenues when you're trying to get like a 0.1% difference in yeah. punching power. Yeah. I think that for me, that was the main jump going from, from clients into athletic populations. Yeah. But I don't think the planning takes any less because everyone's just as important as everybody else. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, Doris is, you know, 80th birthday and she starts doing a bit of training. It's just as vital to her yes. as Luke Watkins training for his next yeah. fight. You yeah. Know? 100%. Um, so it's, I think it's, it's just a different, the different levels of detail that you need to think about. Massively, um, yeah. I, not, I like, though, I don't know if anyone else picked this up, that you're saying, we've lost two stone, we this, we that. Yeah. That's how it has to be. Yeah, That's I do. Good. Gen, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's, you don't even think about it, but you kind of almost, when you enter into that agreement, you kind of go, right, we're a team now. Yeah. And we do this together. And if we've had a bad week, then we've had a bad week, you know. And, and I've always kind of thought like that because at the end of the day, if you trust me that I'm going to, get you from a to b mm-hmm. then that's on me now and that's but we got to do it together like if yeah. if you want me to help you i'll set out the the guidelines and the ground rules but you got to go and you got to go and do that yeah. so i think it's it's as much you know the the trainer's responsibility is is the clients and it's too often kind of passed over to say well you know you haven't done what you said you were going to do yeah but let's figure out why yeah and it, that works both ways i think yeah because sometimes you get people that I've had this in the past where people kind of go, well, I've, you know, I've, I've bought 20 sessions. So why have I not? But if you're not doing what you, what you've set out yeah. for that person to do at home, you know, i.e. tidy the diet up, give me the diet plan every week, all that kind of stuff, then you're not going to get where you need to be. So there has to be good communication. How do you communicate with clients like out of sessions? Generally, it's, I generally have a lot of clients that will come to my classes. Right. So they'll, I'll be in contact with them. I'll know what they're doing. Yeah. So I'll kind of like, so if I saw you today, yeah. I'd be like, well, okay, Shu, what are you doing for the next seven days? Are you in, and you'll, you'll say, I'm going to train tomorrow. I'm taking a day off. Then I'm doing body pump, whatever it might be for your next seven days. So I know, and you're accountable that I know what you're going to be doing. Yep. So therefore, when you check in with me next week and you go, oh, I didn't really make it. Okay, well, this is probably why we're not progressing yeah. or why didn't you make it? Do we need to change the times? Is it not realistic? Um, but generally it's, I, I will only communicate if I've got something, if I'm sending something over and I'll check in, but generally because I'm always in the gym, yeah, people can find you. I'll know whether you're, you've been in or not yeah. because I've been in from open till close. Yeah. So if you don't tell me that you've been in, cause I've been in all day. And then I like on? to get people involved in my classes and stuff like that within the spin as well, because you know, it, it creates a bit of a group and, and it's nothing better as a trainer when you look up in your spin class and you've got four clients there yeah 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 because that's that to me is like they've bought into you yes and they not only do they kind of trust and listen that you'll do what you do in the hour but they've taken their time out of their day to come to your class as well yeah. especially if they come in to different classes on different times a day yeah because it might just be that oh saturday at nine o'clock is perfect for me i've yeah. always done this class yeah, they're yeah. doing like a tuesday in the evening as well and they didn't yeah. used to do that yeah that's all you so that's yeah. good um so as far as like, as far as your entry into the industry and where you are now, is it, is it been, is it, is it different to what you thought it was going to be? Is it, is it what you expected? How, what did you think when you first went in? So you went into your club, you got your job, like, did it, was it exactly what you thought? It's a good question, actually. Um, 
I knew I it. I think it's good for people to know. Yeah, I think it's it's eye-opening. I don't think people appreciate how you do have to work hard mm-hmm. if you want to be successful. You have to have that ability. I think you naturally, you know, you go into a gym set and you know that you're going to have to be on all the time. Yeah. And like you, you always said to me, you know, you walk out there and, and it's the best place in the world. Doesn't I matter. look at it like Disneyland. Yeah. I always say it. You never see kind of the parade at Disneyland and Buzz Lightyear's head's not on. Like <laughs> yeah. They know the yeah. second they walk out the door, they are Buzz Lightyear. It's not yeah. even they're like Dave playing Buzz Lightyear. They are yeah. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. So that and until they come out of that, then they can be Dave again, but you are, that's your person. Yeah. And that's, I think it's always the same in the gym. So yeah, you're right. So you kind of go out there and you go, every time I'm in the club, doesn't matter whether I'm on the gym floor, whether I'm in the cafe, whether I'm in walking to, I mean, the swimming pool, like just swimming on myself, I'm always open and available. And I think that was the biggest thing for me, do you know what it was, is how draining I felt uh, at the end of the day when I got home I was knackered yeah. and I was like why am I so tired I went from a physical job yeah, yeah. this isn't as physical anymore so I feel drained but actually I look back and I think well I must have been doing the right thing because my energy was high and it had to be high yeah. and so I should have been you know I should be drained at the end of the day yeah, yeah. and I think that was the, the biggest eye-opener for me was like wow I've got it's like you're almost performing every single day yeah 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 you do you know are, what yeah. I mean and and everyone's session like they come in they come in from five till six in the evening yeah and they then the se- six till seven they don't know you were there earlier yeah so this is the only time they see you yes therefore you've got to be on your game so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I think that's absolutely right so you're constantly reinventing yourself throughout the day yeah because you have to be this yeah tra- and this trainer doesn't like this person likes to be shouted at or they yeah. don't like to be like to be coddled or they need to be first the first 10 minutes is them talking themselves down from their day at work which yeah. is ruthless or whatever yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's it can be difficult, like in in that regard. Yeah. So that was the thing that surprised you most. Massively, I was like, I just genuinely thought, yeah, I'll come in and I'll be, you know, I'll feed off everyone's energy, which you do do. Yeah, you definitely do. But like you say, if I've been there at five thirty in the morning, but I've got a client at seven, eight o'clock at night, which happens. They don't care that I was there no. at five thirty because they're still paying. They're still paying me, yeah. And um, they expect to come in and be motivated. So I would never, you know, you never let that show, even if you are tired, because yeah. that's going to happen. But at the end of the day, you're there to do a job, and and you still enjoy it. Yeah. And if you're passionate enough about it, you won't even think about it. Like we have a conversation about it now, but at the time, you don't even think about it because it's you just enjoy what you do someone else comes in they are they you know they've been on holiday they've been away they've been they've done this and that you feed off that energy and you go again yeah yeah, yeah. and um you have to you have to know that you enjoy that because otherwise it does become it'll be hard work if you don't enjoy it it shows that you don't definitely yeah definitely the interesting thing like we had obviously we've had people don't know um we've been very tight for a long time but like the conversations we've had about the industry are always they're always almost like preempting the, th- the things that are going to happen so remember the one when you first went into your job and it was like well after say three months you're probably going to have 40 hours on the gym floor still because you won't have dropped your hours yet in line with picking up clients then you're going to have about eight or nine clients already so you're now you're there for 50 hours yeah 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 you know and those clients might not fit perfectly around the shift so let's say there might be an hour or two a day waiting so now you're there for 55 hours yeah, yeah, yeah. 60 hours and then so just be aware that's going to happen. Yes. So after three months, you're going to drop some hours, but it means you're going to pick up more clients. So you're probably going to be there the same amount of time. Yes. Yeah. And I remember saying to you, and after six months, you're probably going to want to drop at least half your hours. Yeah. 
And every time it's been conversations like, right, it's time to do that. Yeah. What do you think? But yes, go and do it. Make yourself a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, Matt, yeah, definitely. I think you said to me, get comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's where the progression is made. And I'd never forget that because you do, you have to kind of cross those boundaries. And I always get to that point where I'm like, well, I'm not sure if I could drop them hours. Mm. But if you keep doing what you do, you'll fill them. You know, you'll fill them with clients. You'll fill them with classes, whatever you enjoy doing. You will, you will, you'll go and... Who are you saying to me? So I've got these three extra clients this week and I've got, I can't figure out where to put them. And I was like, that's a hell of a problem to have. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. The happy days. Yeah. So that's, that's what we, that's what we were wanting. So we'll figure that out somehow, but that's exactly what you want. So that's awesome. So, so, um, backtracking, you did your course, remind, you did your course as a part-time student, right? Yeah, part-time. So I was in full-time job. So I came in on the weekends, did my course over the weekends and then, yeah, completed my course, level two straight to level three. I, f- I remember. So you started level two and then prog- you progressed during the course. You're like, yeah. I want to do my level three. I remember. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, and yeah, never look back. Because I think the thing is as well is that there's an expectation, oh, I'm going to have to take time off work to go and do a course. It's going to take time, obviously, which you do do. Yeah. Which is the option is there, which is great because you do get that intense yeah. week. It's fresh. It's current yeah but also obviously the weekends gives you the ability to do it at the weekend there's pros and cons to both yeah i like, think yeah and that's why we do it to have options but like with you it was like right cool i've got a young family i've got you know a job i've you know so if you can drip feed me information yes. i'll take it in and i'll get my work done as and when i can get it done you were there for like two and a half months yeah happy days then other people are kind of going, well, I'm, I haven't got that situation. I'm just going to blast out a couple of weeks in the classroom with you. I do my app-based work for six weeks prior. Yeah. And then it's done. Yeah. And I've got to think about it. Yeah, so yeah. It, works, it works both ways. Um, and it depends what type of person you are, though, I think, because you were able to, you were, you were in fitness all the time. Yeah. So regardless of whether you were at work, you were still, you know, talking about fitness. Your brother was a trainer. So you, you were always training. And then with that, you can start adding, you're still learning through that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Whereas if you're, if you're the sort of person that kind of goes, well, you know, this works really well for my lifestyle. However, I'm unlikely to do all this work on my own outside of this. I'm not going to think about it. And then at two weeks have gone, you haven't learned anything, you haven't practiced your techniques or whatever, then it might be best to come to a full-time course. Yes. But I've seen both ways. Like your brother did the full-time course. Yeah, he did. And it worked out really well. So it depends. I think it depends on the person. Yeah, definitely. So when you're training, what what sort of things are you doing? You've just done a Tough Mudder, right? Yeah, we just did Tough Mudder, which is great. It's good fun. You know, I love the fact that you can go to Tough Mudder. Everyone's at a different ability, but everyone helps everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's not very often that you get that. No. Do you know what I mean? You, you don't get that anywhere now. No. But and yet, you know, I'm in, I'm in water and I've got people, you know, I'm pushing people up. They're pulling me up. These random people that I don't know. Yeah. And everyone just gets stuck in. So I do like the camaraderie of it. I enjoy it. The running's tough. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's, it's 10 way. miles. It's 10 miles, which is, it's a distance. Yeah. And it's not as if it's on a flat road. No. You know, you're going through forests and it's tricky, but I do enjoy that. I enjoy the obstacle side of things. Yeah. Am I kind of like being lighter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely serves an advantage. <laughs> Those monkey bars are yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of go, but I, I mean, I enjoy strength training. Yeah. I always will. I, I love to strength train and we get in, we, we, we train. I love anchor. Yeah. Again, it's, it's something. That's another place you get that camaraderie. Yes. Regardless yeah, of level. True. You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're going to pick someone up when they fail. A rough day. Oh, yeah. But it's, um, it's something that you kind of 
you don't get anywhere else that the anchor i don't think i've ever hugged so many people in a day yeah like you're just constantly hugging yeah. each other well yeah. done great drill and like, you need it as well yeah you do you do it's amazing but straight off the bat you're like high fives everybody and <laughs> yeah. it's brilliant everyone just gets that. like stuck in you get yeah. that first six minutes out of the way mm-hmm. and you settle down you go okay this is what we're doing but you still get that nervousness definitely and i always get that nervousness before training when we train especially yeah yeah so you're gonna go i'm going into this and i'm gonna leave everything here yes for me that's what training is it doesn't have to be every time yeah. No, no, you might be in a maintenance kind of phase yeah. or whatever. I would say it's a definite difference between exercise and training. Yes. Definitely. If you're training, I would say you're really working towards something specific. Yeah. yeah. And an exercise would be your, you know, it's activity. You need to be exercising. Yes. But you don't always have to be super gung-ho on everything. And I think that's where sometimes people kind of go wrong. They kind of think, well, if I can't put absolutely everything into it, why am I going? Yeah. But no, you're still doing something. Like it's not, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah. I think also, like I say that with a lot of my clients, you know, some of them find it just hard to find that intensity yeah. that, that it takes to take it to that next level, which is okay because at the end of the day, they're not competing. They're not looking to do anything. They just want to, you know, shred a bit of fat or... Yeah. So you kind of go, well make sure that then that you're consistent yeah and i i'm the same i'm as guilty as anyone i think this is why it's so important to have a structure and a plan yeah, yeah. because i'm as guilty as the next person to say i've got so much on i've got six uh, seven eight clients today i've got planning to do i've yeah. got to deliver a class later i haven't got there's 11 hours yeah, yeah. exactly so you kind of then go well, when am i going to train i've got an hour there but i I'm going to need to eat at some point. So you do get to that point where you go, but you know, there's always time. It just depends, you know, how you prioritize it. If I didn't, if I had a plan and a structure, generally I'm so much better because I know that in that two hours there, I've already got this done. So I can train, I can shower, I can be ready to go again. Yeah, yeah. And um, if you've not got that, I think it's so hard because you kind of go, well, I was going to maybe train today, but, I haven't got time, so I won't. Oh, it's, e- it's easy. The easiest thing in the world is to cut a training session out of your day. Yeah. You kind of go, well, I'm active anyway. Yeah. I'm doing some, I'm demonstrating stuff. Yeah. I've got, a, it's so easy to cut that training out. Like, it's so easy. Um, I'm much better training for events, though. Yeah. I've no, noticed that. So like, you've I'm had so Tough Mudder. Tough Mudder. Um, couple boxing matches. Yeah, so I'm looking to, looking at, again, fine in December. Well, I've got a big trek. Yeah, kind of Manjaro trek in February, so I'm going to start thinking about that. God, I'm going to get myself an altitude mask, I think. Okay, and, and have a go at that. We have we could talk about that. Yeah, we talk about that. I think with the altitude mask, it's they're getting interesting press. Like, yes, what, you know, it's it's um, is it restricting oxygen or is it restricting yeah. air? Yeah, you see, this is the thing. Like, you don't know. No. I don't know. There's uh, there's merit. There's definitely yeah. merit, but I don't know if. To me, I would say you're not changing the volume of oxygen in that air you're breathing. Right. You're just, just taking in less air. air. Yeah. So if I made you hold your breath for halfway through your training, you'd struggle, right? Yeah. So I think it's more that. Yeah. I don't know. I've not looked no. at studies whether there's benefit to that. Yeah, that's true. Whether it pushes you into a lactic acid area before anything else. Yeah. You know, before you should be getting there by merit or not. So yeah, I don't yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I've not trained enough with them. There's less air up there. There's no. just less oxygen in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? That's it. There's less oxygen to be able to be <laughs> yeah. extracted. So yeah, yeah. So that'd be interesting. Kilimanjaro would be amazing. Yeah. What an experience. Yes. That's definitely. a client of yours? Uh, no, it's for charity. Is a client that invited you, is that right? Or yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and again, that's another thing that comes off the back of being a trainer. In the just. You get some to be asked and in, and involved in some incredible things. Obviously, I know that you, you and your clients have, you know, t- 
you've had some experiences some right? experience, so. yeah i mean there's, there's been i mean on a on a like a personal note you've you know you have weddings you get invited yeah. to and you know you've helped them get ready for the wedding yeah so you have yeah, weddings yeah, yeah. you get invited to um you get all sorts of bits like that i've recently um you know i've had people come away with for you know for a weekend for my stag do yeah um which are clients they want yeah. to do that want to be involved and you know i've been you know fortunate enough to be um to be kind of ringside at events boxing and, and mma with with craig and luke was in crete with nathan yeah exactly him. so like yeah. that's amazing yeah like, no one no one said give it x amount of time and you'll be doing this like i yeah. don't think that's a given yeah but at the same time you kind of go you know it's it's you have to be open to opportunities and those sorts of things come along and it's it's it can be a bit intimidating because you're kind of going well there's a lot of expectation i'm going over there to train people and and yeah. it's but you obviously you have merit so yeah. you have a lot of there's there's obviously you've, you've got credibility and and we had a great time we had yeah. an absolutely great time and one thing you realize with that and this is one thing i thought when when nathan left um swindon and went to portsmouth i was i was unaware of of whether we would be training at all because in swindon he's living near me it's easy yeah so whenever he was whenever he was hurt he would you know i'd be seeing him all the time when he yeah. wasn't he had time before between games whatever we train obviously all the way through the summer we were trained so that was simple that was a given yeah. and i could count on that um then he moved to portsmouth which was exactly the right move for him I mean, he, yeah. he's, he's playing great down there um and then i was like well okay so now you kind of slip back into being a friend and yeah. you know, supporting him when he needs you in the summer or whatever and then but i'm not sure if not also not sure what level of of training they've got like yes. they've got a, it's a big infrastructure at portsmouth yeah. Yeah. so maybe they've got loads of trainers and he doesn't really need me now and he said straight up like i want you to come to to crete yeah can you do that can you take a week out and do that and it was amazing what yeah. a great experience yeah i mean i see the videos and you know when you it's inspiring as well as a trainer mm. because you kind of see that as that's always i think if you've got that mentality you're always looking for what's next yes definitely as a trainer so you kind of look at that as a trainer and go you're in crete training professional footballers yeah do you know what i mean and yeah. that's 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 the real reality of it yeah and that is the next step. it's a weird sentence to say that. yeah yeah <laughs> so it is crazy but that's what we do it yeah yeah you know yeah definitely and to be able to it gives me a buzz to be able to go to see that and then see him step out on a saturday afternoon three o'clock and yeah you know he's it, thousands of people watching yeah and you've they, got a part in to play in that absolutely so it's it's but also you see the back the back workings of 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 football how quick things change like i remember when he was at swindon he was hurt so he had a game where he, he had a, a, like a two weeks off and he had a bad ankle or something and um he he'd taken a knock and he was coming back but he, so he was on the bench and he said oh, i said can i get you know can i come along to the game and he said yeah i'll get some tickets for you no problem went to the game and he had said to me i'm not playing i'm on the bench i'm still not signed off but they just have me on numbers on the bench so so i'm filling up the bench right so i won't be playing today so and so's in my position i said oh, that's cool no worries i'll enjoy the game anyway yeah and i got there and he was he was on the pitch warming up didn't think too much of it and then they announced the starting lineup and he was in the starting lineup right he hasn't trained so there was two weeks where he'd literally been like hobbled, right? Really? Bad ankle or whatever it was. And I text him after the game. I was like, well, like, how did... And he said, well, the guy in my position came down with a cold the morning of. No And way. he couldn't play. So I got there. Of course, I'm on the team sheet. So I'm playing now. Yeah. So, but the next... It's almost like it, that quickness, that sharpness 
can be really exposed if you're not constantly doing yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. and it was, it was that. So the next day he was like, I need to be back in the gym with you ASAP because really? we need to get that foot ladder out and whatever. Right. So we're doing the speed ladder. But like he, in, in Crete, it was all about that. He right. had a week there before we got there. So he did a load of running and did some training. There was a gym there. So he was on it. Yeah. But the specificity is not necessarily there. Yeah. So I get there and we start doing a load of anchor drills and, you know, foot speed drills and whatever. And it's a whole different yeah. sort of uh, concoction of training. Yeah. And it's specific to his position and whatever, which is exactly what I do it for. Because yes. it allows him to let that go from his mind. He hasn't got to think about training. He hasn't got to think about what he's got to do, planning, whatever. Yes. I'll do yeah. that. And then he can just sit back and just do what he's told and turn up on Saturday and play. Yeah. And that for me is great. To be able to take away some stress from yeah. my players is yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Definitely. I think they, they obviously have a lot to deal with. Yeah. Press and Pre all yeah. sorts. Yeah, exactly. The things that we wouldn't even think about. Yeah. Yeah, no one's interviewing us every time we walk through the door at work. Yeah, yeah no? exactly. Yeah, it doesn't that's not the same. How do you feel like you got on today? Yeah, well, I yeah. feel like I did a good job. Yeah, today, but <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that with with us. Yeah. So you don't leave, you know, nationwide at the end of the day, and that happened no. or whatever. It's it's not that's not happening. So it's um. And no one comes to watch me do my job either. Not nineteen thousand yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> so look at it going. Yeah, no, it's different. It is definitely definitely different. So it's but it's interesting. I I I try not to kind of focus my whole time on on asking questions about that because i'm sure he gets those sorts of questions all the time but i'm still a fan of the game yes and i like to learn about that and yeah, same yeah. with luke like he'll be he'll be boxing it's like what does it you're the only one that's got to get through the ropes like we've all got a train but you've got to get through the ropes. so how does that feel like what's it what's it like and i, I love learning about that yeah. i love learning about what that feels like yeah. and it's um it's a whole different thing um listen we're we're gonna do a take two on this because we are have to wrap this one up so um guys this is part one. Check in for part two. We'll be filming that shortly. Uh, filming it. We'll be recording it shortly, won't we, instead? 